Welcome everyone to this episode of Christian Historical Fiction Talk. I am so glad that you decided to join me today. I am your host, author Liz Tolsma, and it is my pleasure to welcome you to the podcast. If this is your first time here, thank you so much for joining me, and please make sure that you subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so that you don't miss a single episode. I'm putting together some new episodes and getting together some great guests so you don't want to miss out on anything that's happening. Because if it's happening in the world of Christian historical fiction, you can be sure that we are going to be talking about it right here on Christian Historical Fiction Talk. Wow, it's a special episode today because the holidays are coming up. Very soon they will be here, probably sooner than most of us would wish that they would get here. And I'm already hearing Christmas carols playing on the radio, and I have to tell you, I am getting in the mood, and I'm getting ready to put my Christmas decorations up. I'm looking forward to what the holidays have in store. They're my very favorite time of year. And there's nothing better than sitting in front of your tree all decorated with a fire in the fireplace if you have one and some Christmas music playing, a cup of hot chocolate in your hand, and a great Christmas book to read. Now, we all know how busy the holidays can be. So what I'm going to be featuring today are some great Christmas novellas. There is so much good Christian historical fiction Christmas version that has come out this year that I would need hours to talk about all of it, honestly. So I've decided today that I'm going to concentrate on some of the best novellas that are out there. And some of the industry's top authors have been busy writing Christmas novellas. So this is a fabulous year. We can't go very many places. So why not hunker down inside with a great Christmas novella? They're super when you're busy because you can just sit down and go through them often in one reading. If you get a quick afternoon off or a lazy evening, you might be able to get through one or even two. The first one that we are going to talk about is called Love's Pure Light. It is by authors Suzanne Dietz, Shannon McNear, Deborah Rainey, and Janine Rosh. So, with a lineup like that, you really cannot go wrong. And I'm so excited about this. The cover is beautiful. It has like the nativity star on it and a barn all covered in snow, some mountains in the background. It's really beautiful. And these are four stories that actually trace four generations of the Shepherd family, very aptly named shepherd family. The first one up in this collection is While Shepherds Watch Are Keeping by Suzanne Dietz, and it's set in Massachusetts in 1899. Jessalyn Grant is a visitor to town to spend Christmas with her uncle. She jumps right in to help the church community. The story is about Seth Shepherd and Jessela, who are both searching for home belonging and their value in Christ. There's a special family nativity that's introduced in this story, and it includes a shepherd, Mary, 
and Joseph, all carved in wood by Jessalyn's grandfather. And this nativity is going to play a part in each of the books. And in this book, Seth, the pastor, relates mostly to the shepherd. And that's very interesting how each of the characters in each of the stories relates to a different piece of the nativity set. The next one up is The Wise Guy by Shannon McNear. This one is set between Charleston, South Carolina and Kansas City, Missouri in 1919. Stella Shepard, who is Seth and Jocelyn's daughter from the first book, and her aunt Lila Montgomery meet Mervyn Nat Wise and his brothers Goldwyn and Frank, the three wise guys, on a long train trip. The brothers have just returned home from war, and despite their injuries, their humor is infectious and makes the trip all the more enjoyable for the ladies. All three of them had served in France. Nate is healing from a leg wound and some of his decisions overseas. He has a fondness for wood carving and happens to be carving wise men for the nativity scene. Stella is a pastor's daughter that Nat thinks is out of his league. So it's a really charming little story. And again, you get the wise men now playing a part in this. And it's all part of the nativity. The next one up is On Angel Wings by Janine Rush. And it's set in Kansas City, Missouri in 1945. Now, I have to admit that Janine is a new author for me. I have not read anything by her before, although I have read the other two ladies. So I'm anxious to pick this up and to familiarize myself with this author. This is the story of Elodie Lila Wise and Benjamin Gabriel, who are best friends serving in World War II, one in Europe and one in the Philippines. One is injured and one is a prisoner of war. And part of it involves the Army Nurse Corps, also known as the Angels of Bataan. And it's a very interesting part of U.S. history. They're really well-developed characters. And the tie into the nativity set, of course, has to do with an angel because the hero's last name is Gabriel. So, again, that nativity set plays into all of this. So that sounds like a really good read. And then finally, we're going to talk about it, but this one is Contemporary Story by Deborah Rainey. Now, you are probably familiar with Deborah Rainey if you've been around Christian fiction for any length of time. She's been around for a while, and her writing is always stellar and absolutely superb. And hers is called Making Room at the Inn. And this is set at the Keys Inn Bed and Breakfast. Elodie's great-granddaughter, Benji, who was named after Elodie and Benjamin, has graduated from culinary school and is applying for a temporary job as a chef at the Inn. Trevor Key is the owner of the Inn, and he needs all the help he can get. He loves woodworking and creating beautiful and useful items for the inn as well as selling them at local festivals. And so this one also ties into that nativity set. And all these pieces come together finally in Deborah Rainey's story-making room at the inn. 
It's getting great reviews. Everybody says what charming stories these are. And obviously with such amazing authors as Suzanne Dietz, Shannon McNear, Deborah Rainey, and Janine Rosh, Love's Pure Light is one that you're going to want to be sure to put on your Christmas to be read list. Now the next one that we're going to be talking about is also one that is filled with well-known Christian historical fiction authors that you are not going to want to miss out on. This one is called Joy to the World, and it's by Carolyn Miller, Amanda Barrett, and Erica Vetch. So some top names in the industry are in this book. These are Regency novellas, so they're going to go back a little bit further than the stories in Love's Pure Light. If you're a fan of Regency, you're going to want to be sure to check this one out. It's really a heartwarming collection of holiday Regency romance, and it's based on lines from the Christmas Carol, Joy to the World. The first one is Heaven and Nature Sing by Carolyn Miller. And so you recognize that line from the Christmas Carol, Joy to the World. This one is set in Wycombe, England in December of 1813. And it begins when gentleman's daughter, Edith Mansfield, joins a Christmas gathering where she's shocked to meet the estate owner, George Bannerman. She had rejected George's proposal a year ago, and neither of them had recovered. It was family circumstances that drove them apart. How can they ever overcome their obligations and fears to find their way back into each other's arms? The next one up is by Amanda Barrett. Now, she's known for her World War II fiction, but she's taking her wonderful, beautiful writing and setting it now in the Regency period. And this one, Far As the Curse is Found, another line, of course, from Joy to the World, is set in London in 1816 when war veteran Dwight Inglewood, who's the Earl of Amberley, happens upon seriously injured barmaid Jenny Gray on her way to give her baby up for adoption. He decides instead to offer her work at his estate. It's a little bit different from your normal Regency because the setting is slightly less affluent and it almost is Dickinsonian in its feeling. Dwight isolates himself and neglects the estate while Jenny prays to God for guidance and how to help him. Can love conquer the darkness of these two broken pasts? So that sounds good and if you've read anything by Amanda Barrett, I'm sure you're going to enjoy this story as well. The last one is called The Wonders of His Love. Again, yet another line from Joy to the World. And this one is by Erica Vetch. And the story is set in Oxfordshire in 1814 when Lady Priscilla, who's also known as Scylla, meets portrait painter and Scottish artist Hamish Sinclair, who has come to paint Scylla's brother and sister-in-law as a Christmas present. But Hamish never imagined that he'd fall in love with Scylla, who's an emotionally frozen widow. Now he wants nothing more than to thaw her frozen heart. Oh, that sounds really good. And Erica Vetch is top-notch, so I'm sure this is a fabulous story. And this whole collection has been getting a lot of great buzz. I haven't had a chance yet to pick it up, but it's going right to the top of my to-be-read Christmas pile. So that is Joy to the World by Carolyn Miller, 
Amanda Barrett, and Erica Vetch. Now, I'm going to talk next about a joyful Christmas, but before I get into it, I want to just put a disclaimer in here. I would have talked about this book even if I weren't one of the authors in this book, but I am. And I'll tell you a little bit about my story when we get to it. But this is a repackaging by Barber Publishing of some of their most loved Christmas novellas from throughout the years. So over the past 10 years or so, they have put out several different Christmas novella collections. And they've taken some of the older stories and they have combined them into this new collection. And they have titled it A Joyful Christmas. The authors in this book are Cynthia Hickey, Liz Johnson, Vicki McDonough, myself, Carrie Taransky, and Erica Vetch. So Erica actually has two Christmas books out this year. And I'm just so thrilled and excited to be a part of this collection with these authors because it's always so much fun to have your name on a book with people like that. So the first one is A Christmas Castle by Cynthia Hickey. Married by proxy in Missouri, Annie Morgan sets off for Tombstone, Arizona to join her new husband as a cattle rancher. But too soon she finds herself a widow with an unexpected daughter and butting heads with her handsome neighbor. Wow. Okay. That sounds good. Different in having a Christmas book set in Tombstone, Arizona. You think of that as hot and dusty and dry and tumbleweeds, but of course Christmas comes to Arizona just as it does to the rest of the world. And the, I love that it's a different setting like that. Next is Lynn Johnson and her story, A Star in the Night. I was with Lynn Johnson in the original Log Cabin Christmas collection, which I believe was Barber's first Christmas collection. And they all revolved around log cabins. So you'll hear that coming up in the description of A Star in the Night by Liz Johnson. Wounded within Confederate territory, Union officer Jedediah Harrington finds refuge at the tiny cabin of Cora Sinclair and her grandfather. Still haunted by what she saw as a battlefield hospital volunteer, Cora finds that only Jed can understand. But though she longs to give him her heart, the risks to both of them are too great. Liz Johnson is fabulous, and her story is wonderful. It's one you don't want to miss. Next up in the book is An Irish Bride for Christmas by Vicki McDonough. And we all know that Vicki is a terrific historical fiction author and always does a fabulous job, and this story is no different. When Jackson Lancaster's brother and wife die, he takes his three-year-old niece home, but a meddling busybody makes the judge give her custody because an unmarried man shouldn't raise a little girl. Now Jackson has until Christmas to find a bride or lose his niece forever. Larkin Doyle is grateful her employer took in the orphan and believes Jackson abandoned his niece. When her heart says otherwise, will romance bloom? Another good book. Vicki McDonough, yes. That one was An Irish Bride for Christmas. Shelter in the Storm by Carrie Taransky is another book that's part of this collection. The daughter of a wealthy Tennessee doctor, Rachel Thornton begins nursing James Galloway, a wounded artist war correspondent. 
As James recovers, their hearts draw closer together. Having already lost one sweetheart to the war, Rachel is hesitant to reveal her feelings for James, who insists on returning to the front lines. Would she be safer in the arms of another man? Oh, Carrie is always such a good author, and this sounds like a really fabulous book, and I'm so excited that it's in this collection with all these others. And the last one is another author, Erica Vetch, who is also in A Log Cabin Christmas. So you'll again see The Log Cabin coming up here. And this one is Christmas Service. Beth Sorensen has been put in charge of the Christmas pageant at the Little Log Church, and this year she wants something different. But she didn't count on a Minnesota blizzard paralyzing the whole town. Can the blacksmith teach this preacher's daughter about what it means to serve one another in love through the storm? Well, that sounds like another really good story. So that's Christmas Service by Erica Vetch. And finally, my story in here is the first story that I ever published. And I'm so excited that it's getting put out there again for more people to discover. So it has a really special place in my heart. Again, it was part of A Log Cabin Christmas. And so the logs come, log cabin comes into play here again. Addie O'Connell, orphaned and left alone in a dangerous Wisconsin logging camp, seeks the stability she once knew when both her parents lived. Despite the compassion and friendship offered by Noah preacher man Mitchell, she refuses to consider marriage to a man always drifting from one job to another for God. So this one, as I said, holds a really special place in my heart, and I'm just thrilled that it's out there again for readers to pick up. This whole collection, then, is A Joyful Christmas, and it contains six novellas by Cynthia Hickey, Liz Johnson, Vicki McDonough, myself, Carrie Taransky, and Erica Vetch, a really star-studded lineup in that one and one you're going to want to be sure to read and I'm not just saying that I've read some of these stories and I know that they are super good and then a couple of standalone novellas that are out the first one is Silver Bell Christmas by Jennifer Lynn Carey Melanie's life was filled with travel and excitement until the day she lost her family she's come home to heal but it's taking a long time Ben has lived his whole life in Breadville, raising his son after his wife died. But now his son is grown and married. The old farmhouse rattles with empty echoes. And then Ben gets an idea. Is it really dating if Ben and Melanie are platonic friends? How do you fall in love again after a great marriage? Now this book is set in 1970, so it's technically historical but a really different kind of historical maybe many of you remember 1970 I'm not going to tell you if I do or not but I love that it's a really different time period of really fun story it's the fourth book in the relentless series by Jennifer Lynn Carey and that's Silver Bell Christmas so that's going to be one you're going to want to be sure to check out another novella so another super quick read for you during the busy holiday season. And then finally is another novella, this one by Diana Lesire Brandmeyer. It's called A Christmas Wish. And I read this book when she was writing it, 
and that was quite a few years ago. It was part of a different collection, but now she's gotten the rights back to it, and she has gone ahead and published it, but it's a really good book. A Handshake Between Two Men Changes Alma Pickens' Life. Almond's father promises her hand in marriage with a wedding due before Christmas. How can she keep her vow to her mother and still honor her father? With only Roy's dimples to capture her attention, Alma can't conceive of loving a man in four weeks' time. Widower Roy Gibbon's young daughters want a mother for Christmas, and desperate to grant their wish, he said yes without thinking. With Christmas right around the corner, time is running out. When Dr. Pickens offers his daughter in marriage, Roy reasons, as long as Alma can cook, clean, and keep the youngsters in line, it's a fine arrangement. Will Roy keep his promise to his girls? Will Alma keep hers to her mother? When both people have conflicting promises to keep, who will get the Christmas gift? It's a fun story, a different kind of premise to it, but one that you are sure to enjoy. So be sure to check out A Christmas Wish by Diana Lissire Brandmeier. That's all the time we have for this week. Thank you so much again for joining me. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platforms so that you don't miss any episodes of Christian Historical Fiction Talk. Next time on the podcast, we have a very special guest joining us. I am so excited because it is Jen Toronto. She has a brand new book out called To Steal a Heart. I have read it already. I just about died laughing. It is so good. So we're going to talk to Jen Toronto about her new book and about her life and her writing and everything. And I'm sure it's going to be a fabulous time. So you don't want to miss out on that one. For all the show notes, you can go to christianhistoricalfiction.buzzsprout.com and there you'll find links to all of the books that we talked about today and a little bit more information about each one of them. I'd also love it if you stopped by my website, which is liztolsma.com, and check out what I have going on over there. Thank you so much for joining me, and we will see you next time. <music>